0: I think it boils down to you're either going to win or you're going to lose. It's excuses. You can throw whatever bullshit that you want out there why you couldn't get it done. But there's no reason why you couldn't get it done. You could do whatever you wanted to do if you just set your mind to it and get those obstacles out of your way because that's all the excuse is, is an obstacle. You can conquer it. I see the guys post on the Facebook group, well, I couldn't do this because I didn't have time or I didn't have that. then make time. Change your schedule. Change, change your eating habits. Well, I like this too much or I like that too much then how bad do you really want it? You know, you have to make those changes and you have to commit to yourself. Otherwise, you're going to fall back into that, well, you know, it's it's just one cheat meal. It's just, the only person you're cheating is yourself.
1: Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Today, we're joined by one of our very own Fit Father Project brothers, Ralph Falconberry. Ralph is 56 years young, and over the past few months, he used our Fit Father 30X program series. He's gone through phase one and phase two, which is around a 90-day program, and he's dropped over 40 pounds. He's dramatically improved his blood sugar levels his blood pressure, and he now feels like he's on this new path of life with a stronger mindset, so much more vitality and strength, and he's just so grateful he found this program. And Ralph's had a very interesting life and career. He's had many different vocations. He was in the Marine Corps for eight years. He was a correctional officer for 25 years, and he even ran an MMA gym of his own where he was training cage fighters to actually compete, and he did some fighting himself. And what I found very interesting is throughout all of Ralph's careers and vocations, he was always helping other people achieve their dreams and their goals in the role of a coach, in the role of a supporter. And in the process, Ralph found that his own health totally slipped. He found himself overweight, lazy, depressed sitting on the couch, flipping through the TV channels and just like lacking in life and vitality. And what's so cool about Ralph's story, and this is why I think you're gonna find a lot of inspiration, is over a very short period of time from clicking on some Fitfather ads he found on the internet and finally committing to join the program, he's completely rewired his psychology. He's on this new path of life He's dropped multiple shirt sizes and he's just like totally kicking ass with his life. His family is so impressed. And so many guys inside the Brotherhood have seen his updates and are really inspired by him. So I want you to tune into this one, and, and don't just listen to what Ralph says, but how he says it. Listen to his energy, how he presents himself. You can see that this is a, clearly a man in his back part of his 50s that is full of life and passion, that has so much fight left in him, and is making so many profound changes that we can all learn from. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Fit Father, Ralph Falconberry. All right, Ralph, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here.
0: Right, thank you. I, I appreciate the time.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. And um, to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everyone listening, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family and
0: what you do for work. Well, my name is Ralph Falconberry. I'm from Tower Hill, Illinois. I have recently retired from the Department of Corrections for after 25 years of working in the prison industry. I spent eight years as a Marine, 16 years running an MMA gym, where I predominantly concentrated on everybody else and neglected myself uh, over the years. Uh, now I'm retired from everything, uh, got two dogs, married my high school sweetheart, moved back home. And now, uh, <laughs> kind of an odd story, um, I clean cemetery headstones, mostly, mostly military and Masonic headstones. But that's what I do in my off time is I clean headstones and take care of cemeteries. <laughs>
1: what a what a cool and rich life you've had, especially, you know, I don't want to just gloss over the fact that you went back and you married, was it your high school sweetheart too?
0: Yes, I've known her since she was 12. <laughs> wow. wow. Yes.
1: Well, you have a lot to stay healthy for. So I want to ask you, what really motivated you to kind of take your fitness more seriously, to find the Fit Father Project? What are some of your deep motivations and what's kind of going on in your life before you get started?
0: Um, for me, I had a lot of issues with uh My health was starting to decline, and after spending so many years literally just focused on everybody else and making sure they met their goals and things like that with my gym, I got to the point where I had neglected myself and i uh, now all of a sudden okay i'm I'm type two diabetic never been diabetic before, and all of a sudden it set in, and now i'm taking pills every day and i'm overweight, and i'm starting to look at it, and I'm like i I know how to fix this, we need to get started, we need to do something." And that was when I bounced around the internet and all of a sudden one of the infomercial things come on and I was like, Hmm, well, you know, skeptic, let me think about it. Maybe, you know, I don't want to spend the money. And then the more I thought about it, you know, I can always make more money, but I can't get my life back and being married now and everything. I want to, I want to live longer and yeah. this has really helped. Nice. You know, and. What are some of your starting stats, just so people
1: can get context of your journey? Like when oh, when you were out of when you were out of shape, some starting stats and kind of where you're
0: at right now. Oh goodness, um, <laughs> I was 304.6 pounds in May. Mm-hmm. The lowest I got with the program. I'm only on. I'm, I'm. I actually just finished phase two. I'm getting ready to start phase three. Nice. Um, the lowest I got was 262 pounds. I kind of. Off, off and on I w- I looked at the program but I didn't really jump in I waited it was there was in May in October I said you know what I'm I'm losing weight. I'd gotten down to like 280. I was like you know what this this might work the meal plan's there it's set in place and then I kind of thought the, well maybe I, I need more accountability and the program would help the Facebook group would really help. I'm going to jump in. And October 1st, I jumped in, and literally the lowest I've gotten is 262 pounds. I've almost 40 pounds gone. Nice. And for me, the 40 pounds, I mean, it sounds strange, but it's not really even the biggest issue. For me, the big issue was the blood pressure and my being diabetic. I started with 7.9 as an A1C, Mm -hmm. 6.3 now. Nice. Nice. So nice. I mean, to, for me, I mean, the numbers are great. The weight is cool. That's coming off. That's awesome. But I really like the fact that these meds are coming off, and I'm starting yeah. to lower this stuff. And because of the program, I'm 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 right on track. That meal plan is perfect. You know, uh, the the fasting is great. The one the once once a week, that's cool. Now phase two, doing it twice a week. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It, it sparks me. When I first started, I like, two times a week. How am I going to do that? And then I, you no, know, no, I just jumped in and I just did it. It really wakens you up that next day when I when I realize I'm waiting all day for that meal, waiting all day for that meal. After I eat the meal, I'm like, you know, I really wasn't that hungry. Yeah. I could have went longer.
1: Yeah, isn't that a it's a powerful experience you get from fasting? You look forward to it so much. You have your meal and you're like, it teaches you like the nutrition yeah. stuff teaches you about yourself too. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So, what works with you on nutrition? What have you kind of dialed in? Is your what does your morning look like? What are you doing in terms of breakfast, hydration? Kind of walk us through a day in your life about what you've been doing to drop the weight and get your blood pressure and sugars
0: so much better. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hit the intermittent fasting, and that's pretty much every day because I'm basically on a sixteen and eight schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do any, I don't do anything, but I wake up at six o'clock every day because the dogs got to go outside and do their business. But I don't do anything until ten o'clock. I'm drinking my water and I go for my walk. I always have my little electrolyte water and I I run or uh, I'll walk two to three miles every day and then I'll come back because I got to get my 10,000 steps a day. (laughs) I got to get that in and then I'll I'll come back and if I'm in a really good mood, I'll do one of the workouts ahead of time or I'll wait until after I eat and where I've got a little carbs in me and I've got some energy because... When I first started the Apex, I was like, yeah, this I'm used to working out. This, this can't be that big of a deal. But then I realized the progression of everything. Yeah, going from one to two to three, four, it, it can't be that hard. It freaking killed me. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm literally in a puddle of sweat in the floor, and I'm thinking, wow, I am way out of shape, way overweight, and I have really got to buckle down. it It was an eye-opener. It really was. How much has your
1: fitness progressed since doing your first Apex to now? I mean, those that know and those that don't know, you're into phase two, meaning you're 90 days of focused time mm-hmm. in since October. But yeah, so tell me, how has your fitness progressed?
0: Oh, it, it immensely! I've I've improved uh, time wise. Everything has improved. Uh, my form is better. I mean, every, as you're gradually as you're going, everything is getting better as you go. Uh, the weights that I'm putting in now, I'm starting out with a 10 pounder, and now I'm up to 30 on most of everything. Nice. Some of them. I could probably go to a 40 when I get after phase three and four, when I get to old school, I will probably be on 40 pounds with everything. 35 ish. We'll see. But you know, I don't want to jump the gun too much. That's
1: got to feel good though. (laughs) I mean, also, I mean, yeah, it's got to feel good. Also those workouts are very similar to the kind of conditioning you would need for something like mixed martial arts. I mean, strength, Mm -hmm. metabolic conditioning, cardiovascular fitness, functional range of motion, so yep. I'm sure there's like something about that that kind of harkens to your past a little bit as you're doing yeah. all these, these oh, yeah. things like that. Yeah,
0: everything fell back into place. I'm like, everybody's like, oh, I, I see the guys on the Facebook group post. Well, I got to go out and buy a kettlebell. I'm like, I have a whole gym.
1: You yeah. know, I,
0: I literally closed down my gym and I gave uh, I gave m- most of my equipment to my sons and to my fighters that I had. But a lot of this stuff came back with me. So I've, unlike most of the people, I've got full sets of dumbbells, kettlebells. I've got everything in there. Uh, uh, mace weights. I love the mace weight workouts. Most people don't even know what the maces are, but I absolutely love those too. And I'll do those as well. For me, it's like, I say yoga with weights. (laughs) Yeah. And I I love those things. Every once in a while, I'll drag them out and I'll just play with them. So for jumping into kettlebells and stuff like that, for me, it was no big deal. It it was, it was a a refresher course.
1: Nice. I want to ask you, what was the most most challenging part of this program so far for you? Like what really pushed you or stretched you or what kind of challenges do you feel like you had to overcome? They could be mindset things. They could be scheduled things. It could be workouts. Like what, what? What do
0: you really think was challenging for you? Discipline and consistency. Okay. Knowing what I needed to do, but then there was always that you know life gets in the way, and uh, you know maybe I uh, you know maybe I could treat myself to this chocolate or whatever like I used to do. Mm-hmm. I yeah. After the first week, I no. I literally went through, everything as a clean plate and there's nothing in the house anymore that's bad. Everything is fresh fruits and vegetables, fresh meats, everything's organic. No, no more excuses. You know, I want my health back to where it was when I was fighting, when I would step into the cage, I knew no one could beat me. Right now, anybody could, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the mindset. I might put up a fight but yeah they could yeah they could take me pretty easily cuz I'm way out of shape but not anymore I'm getting there I mean I've noticed everything has changed my non-scale victories I mean literally I went from a 4x t-shirt sloppy to an extra large I could fit wow. I actually fit I actually fit a large shirt that I had from ages ago it's kind of tight a little bit and I got a little bit of room to go but I think I could fit that large by the time I do old school muscle I think I can get in there I really do nice
1: That's cool. What, that is a great NSV. Do you have any other NSV stories that really stuck out to you? Maybe it's stuff with your wife. Maybe it's like things that were said, comments and things, you know,
0: what, uh, the, the wife just bought me a brand new ring. Um, (laughs) two sizes smaller than when we were married and we only been married for two years now. Nice. And that ring fits. And that to me is just a, this one, is this one is the old one the other one's downstairs I'm going to get I'm getting it recleaned and everything and making it nice and pretty this one literally there's nothing there <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah it's I mean it's the thing could fall off if I shook my hand yeah. and now I've got the new one and the new one fits nice and tight and I asked her what size it was I wear a 13 because I'm big I have big old hands that that's like an 11. Nice. And again, for me, that's the numbers are constantly, everything about it is going down. The mm-hmm. weight's going down. My my A1Cs are going down. Everything is going to, my clothes are all changing. It's all non-scale victories, but they're all adding up to scale victories, basically. For sure. Because the, number, the numbers are coming down. I, right now, I went to phase two and I've started in, um, adding in the uh, protein and the creatine and everything. So there's a bit of, you know, water weight fluctuation there. I'm staying right at 270 right now. Nice. And my, my, my goal ages ago was maybe I could get to 275. I could get to 250 right now if I wanted to. Yeah.
1: How cool is that? Like how your mindset yeah. changes as you go further down the path and the idea of possibilities, they open up to you, right? As you go further down.
0: It It's not a possibility now because I know that I could do it. Yeah. If I wanted to, I could do it. Yeah. You know? That's cool.
1: So let's talk about that a little bit on the mindset front. How do you think your mindset's changed? I mean, you've talked about it in some aspects, but... What have you noticed in terms of mental changes, internal changes, self-talk, you know, anything with your mind, how you show up in other areas of your life as a result of being so on
0: point on your fitness? Well, now I'm back to, before it was the sluggish, sit on the couch, don't do anything all day, watch TV, you know, go out and play with the dogs. I'd get tired playing with the dogs. Now I'm back to that mindset of, like, like me, I say the MMA fighter, I'm back to that fighter mentality of... I can do anything I want to. I can get up right now and take off. The other day, I didn't get my steps in. Life got in the way, blah, blah, blah. I had too much going on. It was all over the place. It's like 930 at night. And I come in and usually I would just come in, sit down, sit on the couch, watch TV for a while. I came in and I was like, I don't have my steps yet. Nope, not going to do. Put my tennis shoes on, grab my water, put my headphones on. And I went for a walk and it was it was raining. It was nasty. Didn't care. You know, it was like my, it was like my David Goggins moment. I don't care. I'm going, I'm out there. I don't care what's happening. (laughs) Rain, sleet, snow, it doesn't matter. I've got to get my steps in. I probably look like an idiot, but (laughs) when I finished, I got back to the house, I'm standing there and I'm dripping with sweat and there's water everywhere. And I'm like, I got my steps in. I ended up, I ended up that day with like 12,000 steps, sopping wet, you know, but it was a good moment. You know, it was something that where I, I could relate with what he was saying was, you know, it really doesn't matter. I'm going to get this done. And I
1: did. <laughs> and those are the moments you remember, right? Those are the moments you remember—the moments when you were like not going to do it, but you did it in spite of it. That's, yeah. that's powerful stuff, and really powerful mm-hmm. imagery of you getting back there, feeling victorious after that total Goggins moment for sure. All oh, right, yeah. I want to ask you because you know, because you have the perspective of being a coach and helping so many people with their goals, and also now being in the driver's seat of helping yourself with your goals. And Mm -hmm. you've been participating in the Facebook group and seeing some of the stuff that's going on there. What do you think separates the guys who are super successful in Fit Father from other guys who feel like they don't get a lot of traction? What are some traits of success or different uh, things you think really lead people to great success with this or any other endeavor? It could even be reflecting on your fighters. What what separates the wheat from the chaff, I guess you could say?
0: Honestly, I think it revolves around your your mission statement and your why because every time when I look at the Facebook group and I, I I try not to post because I don't want to get anybody's I don't want anybody to think I'm negative or whatever but I think it boils down to you're either going to win or you're going to lose it's excuses you can throw whatever bullshit that you want out there why you couldn't get it done but there's no reason why you couldn't get it done you could do whatever you wanted to do if you just set your mind to it and get those obstacles out of your way because that's all the excuse is is an obstacle. You can mm-hmm. conquer it. I see the guys post on the Facebook group. Well, I couldn't do this because I didn't have time, or I didn't have that. then make time. Mm-hmm. You know, change change your schedule, change change your eating habits. Well, I like this too much, or I like that too much. Then how bad do you really want it? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make those changes, and you have to commit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to fall back into that. Well, you know, it's it's just one cheat meal. It's just, the, the only person you're cheating is yourself and your goals. So get back in there and get on top of it. And even if it's after Thanksgiving, even if it's after Christmas, you know, look at that plate and think: Is this helping me, or is this going to hurt me? And do I really need it? Do I really need it, or do I just want it? You know, I mean, I don't know. To to me, to me, I think most of it revolves around just excuses and how bad do you want it. If you really want it you'll push that excuse aside and you'll find a way. If you've identified that excuse, you're sitting in the Facebook group talking about, well, I couldn't do this, or I didn't make time for this, or I couldn't do that. If you're literally vocalizing it, <laughs> well, go the other direction with it and solve that problem. You know, yeah. get, out from, get out from behind the excuse and accomplish it, you know?
1: Well said. And I think that excuse comes from a particular kind of perspective. It comes from a particular physiology, like when you're past that, when you get further down the path, those excuses, they can leave. They don't necessarily like come anymore that you can blast through them. You can destroy them. Mm -hmm. You can see through them. And that's the cool thing. All right. So I want to ask you, what about your sons? What have they seen as you've gone through this and like, you know, with your family, like watching you do this? I mean, I know you got the resized ring, which is a really cool NSV. (laughs) Has there been anything like with your family or your close friends seeing you go through this journey that, you know, they've mentioned things
0: or Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll bump into people now from being retired from the Department of Corrections. I'll bump into people from the prison all the time. And the first thing they say is, is, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? Of course, I know what they mean, but and then they're then they're like, well, what are you doing to lose all this weight? Are you back in the gym again? I'm like, well, yeah, kinda. And then I have to sit and explain the whole program to them, my close friends and my family and my sons. I send them the pictures. I'm like, okay, look, here's phase one. Look at what I did. Here's mm-hmm. phase two. Look at what I did. Now the wife is even. She's like, well, uh, that Fit Mother program. What's all involved in that? And I'm like, I oh, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and now and now she's, she's wanting to get involved as well too. And uh, my sons, they they see the pictures and they're and they're like they're both motivated. Uh, Christopher, he used to be a bodybuilder. Well, he's gotten a little out of shape now. Got married, blah blah blah. You know, life got in the way. I send him pictures of me after. I'm like, dude, I'm. I'm twice <laughs> your age, you know, and I'm look I'm getting to where you were. And he's like, All right, all right, I understand. So it's me helping motivate them as well. Some of the some of the guys that I would do like the little I would do monthly challenges for the military, uh, you know, 2,000 push-ups or walk, walk hundred miles in a month or whatever. The guys would see me doing it. And at first they were all like, Yeah, whatever, blah, 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 blah. A month later, I'm lo- I'm I'm losing 10 pounds. I lost 20 pounds. Then they start messaging me going, hey, uh, what was the name of that program that you were doing? And I'm like, well, it's a Fit Father program. Come on. And then I would show them. And I'd show them some of the workouts. And then they were like, wow, that really is tough. And I'm like, just like the Apex 8. I'm like, just do the 8. Show me. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, how, oh, I could probably get that done in like 20 minutes. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, report report back, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you, you do that in 20. Yeah. I was like, I, with a with five pounder, maybe. I was like, if you do that with anything over 10 pounds, I said, you're not going to do it in under 40. I said, I'll get, <laughs> do, do it in an hour and I'll pay your next paycheck. And they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, then they message back and they're like, oh my God, dude, really? That's tough. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, do the full eight, do the full 10. And then I showed them a few of the other workouts, even like the, the bullet strength. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you got 20 minutes, we can make this happen. Yeah. so there's no there's no excuses I mean, and every everybody is seeing the change in me. it's more positive, it's more confident, you know and again, I said non scale victory, but it's it's a victory over everything you know over the fat, over the laziness mm-hmm. over the excuses,
1: yeah, you know really well said all right, I want to ask you some advice for guys who are starting out on the program, newbies. You know, maybe they don't, they're not so like having struggled yet, but they're just getting started. They're just reading through the program material. They're just going through the setup steps of phase one. What would you say to those guys?
0: Oh, commit 100%. Like I didn't, I didn't, I followed it loosely along the way. I wasted time thinking, well, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work or whatever. When I finally decided to jump in, I was like, this program really works with the meal plan, the consistency, the accountability. I mean, you've got, if you just discipline yourself and, Do what you're supposed to. Put the workouts into place. The nutrition follows. It's all going to happen. You just have to do it. Go through the motions and make it happen. If you do the workout, get it there. I mean, okay. So it's frustrating because it took you 55 minutes to do it, and you see other people doing 35. So what? You're not them. You know, do it at your pace. Keep track of what you're doing. If you journal everything, I, I literally journal everything that I do. If you journal it, look back through your journal. You got a week. Look at that week. If you got two weeks, look at the two weeks you're bumping up in weight, you're bumping up in your your time got shorter or whatever. Everything is an accomplishment so that it all helps you get more of a positive attitude. You start seeing that scale move, everything changes, you know. And it Yeah. I don't know, it's just a mindset. If you do the program, it's going to work.
1: Yeah. I want to talk to you about journaling cuz you brought that up and I think it was a it was a subtle point, but it's obviously really important for what you've done. Do you have a back like journal old school journal with a pen and paper and what are you writing down in there for guys who who maybe need a habit like this in their life tell tell me what tell me what you jot down what is what and why
0: does that mean so much to you that you do that i'm upstairs in the unpainted room right now i should have brought my book up with me but i literally journal everything every Every bit of my medicine that I take, when I wake up in the morning, I'm writing down, I woke up at 6 o'clock. Okay, at 6 o'clock, I took my meds. Then I drank my water. I hit 33 ounces of water. Now I'm going for a two-mile walk. I come back. Well, I turned it into a -a three-and-a-half-mile walk. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of hungry. It's about 10.30. We'll go ahead and eat because I've got my intermittent fasting out of the way. Now it's okay for me to have that morning meal. So I'll grab me a shake. I drink my shake. I'm logging everything that I do during the day, Uh, my meals. I'll glance down and I'm like, oh, I'm not putting in all the spices and everything. But okay, I had had steak and eggs for breakfast. I had Mm -hmm. uh, bacon and eggs for breakfast or whatever I'm doing. It's all in there so that I can look back at it and see, okay, this is what I did. This is what when... I, I see some guys posting in there about uh, in the group about uh, they had a three pound uh, weight gain, and I'm like, dude, don't freak out over three pounds. You you probably just need to poop, or it was yes. a water, or it was a water weight gain. You just started phase two, and now guess what? Now you're putting in the creatine. Well, the creatine mm-hmm. is obviously going to make you you're, you're going to water weight. You're going to hold a little bit, so you didn't really gain weight. You know, it's just that you're holding on to more of it right now. Just put it all back, journal it, keep track of everything, and then look back at it, and you'll see that everything falls into place. If you just do the program, the way that it's done, I journal everything, everything, all of my postings that go in there. I put everything in there. The accountability, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday emails, yeah. everything in there. How was this? What was your starting weight? I put everything in there so that it's something that I can look back at. Eventually when I get done, I, I put it in all, I put it all in a binder I printed off the meal plan. I printed off the workouts. Everything is right there. So I have, here's phase one, here's phase two. because one of the guys, one of the guys from work would come over and if they asked me about the program, I hand the program to them and I'll say, look, look at this. Look at this. I was like, here's what I'll do. I'll write down that apex eight for you. Take the apex eight and do the eight. I'm doing the 10. You just Mm -hmm. do the eight and you let me know how it turns out. Mm -hmm. I said, finish in under 40 minutes and we'll talk. Yeah. And, and they always message back, geez. (laughs) (laughs) that's no joke and i'm like yeah just do it
1: (laughs) that is awesome that you do such intentional Mm -hmm. journaling and i think there's many many reasons why it's so powerful as i'm reflecting on it one it just it keeps you actively engaged in your whole process two it gives you the chance Mm -hmm. to reflect three like you, you literally Man, there's just so much there. Like, if guys are not journaling to the extent that you are and want to feel more engaged, it seems like it's like the mm-hmm. number one thing that they should do. And I like too that it's physical—that you printed it out, that you have your own binder. Mm-hmm. It's tangible. You can take that wherever you want, and it's almost like making the program yours, even more yeah. yours, outside of just like whatever is in the membership site. It is your program in the binder, your mm-hmm. life. And it's a living, breathing document. I mean, that's powerful. I, I, yeah. I am I, I venture to guess that you wouldn't be nearly as successful if you didn't have that habit
0: in place. It's just oh, like no. I think it's just that important, right? Now instead of going back every evening and sitting on the couch, now I'm at the kitchen table and I'm planning out my next workout. And I've got the book out and I'm looking at my my last weight, my last time. What was my last PR here? You know, I died at this, or I had to go to my knees on this. Okay, well I'm not going to my knees. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it till ten. You know, and I, I, when I start the workout, I'm already focused on the well, last time I did it in 37 and a half minutes. We're going to do it in thirty six today. Yeah, you know, and, and that, that's uh, otherwise. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with 37, 37, 37. Right. You might get a little bit bigger. I've got a goal every time I do that workout that it's either going to be a bigger weight or it's going to be a better time. Yeah. You know, and, and in any case, when I get done with it, even if it isn't a better case, I'm, I'm I might have slowed down a little bit or whatever, but I'm reflecting back on why and how that happened and and like you said, it's it's focused because of the journal.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, I hope really everyone listening to that really took that to heart. It's so, so powerful, especially that little thing of pre-planning the workouts and knowing what you want to accomplish ahead of time. Plant that seed in the mind even the day before so you go and you get after it. Ralph, I'm going to tell you, you are absolutely going to crush old school muscle and you are going to love it because it is so like detailed, to the yeah. weights, knowing the pre-planning, making like incremental gains, you're gonna love it. So, I want to ask you, what, what, like, what's your time frame? What's up? Uh, what's heading down the pipeline for you in this upcoming year in 2023 in terms of like, you want to run through phase three and then maybe switch to OSM? Like, what's the plan?
0: I. I I would kind of like to do that. Maybe I would. I think I'm just going to go through one one through th- one two three four. Then yeah. I'll do old school. And and I'm getting ready to start three right now. But I think I'll just do it in phases. Stick with the program the way it's laid out, and then I'll get the old school muscle as I go. When it comes mm-hmm. time, I'll get there. You know. Yeah,
1: that's a good. So like, let's, let's speak to that too in the mindset of like a the mindset of patience. I'd like to you speak to that as both of a as a coach, fighter, athlete, and now doing your own thing. Like, what is what's the importance of the virtue of patience in terms of, um, these
0: goal setting and and stuff like that? Well, it's more of an aggressive, again, the fighter mentality of jumping into it. You know, I, I, I would like, I, when I started phase two, I was like, but I could just go ahead and do this old school muscle and get into it. But then I thought, you know, that's kind of like the new fighter that wants to win the, the championship belt before he's put in his time. I don't want to yeah. jump the gun. I, I would really rather just go through the program, get the handle of everything. Then when I, cause that'll make the old school muscle even more. If I'm already, you know, if I've already lost the weight, I'm lean now, now I can attack those muscles Instead of just going through the old school muscle and doing the program or doing the weights. Now I'm actually going to be, you know, putting some serious effort into it, mm-hmm. you know, Versus yeah. just going through it because I'd be slower and sluggish, I have more weight, you know by the time I hit old school muscle, I think I could get back down to that two fifty or finish the old school muscle I might be two sixty five but really solid yeah
1: that's <laughs>
0: for sure you know, which yeah. would be perfectly which would be perfectly fine because in the beginning, my goal was maybe I'll hit two seventy five maybe, Ooh. yeah. I I could legitimately, I could hit 250 right now. If I buckled down and wanted to do it, I could hit 250. And I know I could.
1: Well, you know, I think through through phase three, I think that's inevitably you're going to be moving towards that direction. You know, phase three will lean you up really good, both through the workouts and uh, some of the nutrition tweaks. I'm excited for you on that front. All right. Anything you'd like to share about the Brotherhood or our team or any of the aspects of just being in community
0: while going through this program? Uh, The... The Facebook group, if I had anything to say to any of the new members or people that are listening or anything like that, get in the Facebook group and participate because the people out there are going through the exact same thing you are. They have the same questions you do and that half of them have the answers for you. I absolutely love the Q&As with Ben every week. Mm-hmm. And I've even contributed a couple of times because I asked him about, uh, I threw a question out uh, just a while back about the OMADs. Doing the one meal a day, you know. I threw that out there, and he jumped on that and answered it and threw it in there. And again, the program works if you just get in there and get involved with it. I, I think it's absolutely great. I love the Facebook group. All the guys in there are amazing. I, I don't know how many guys I've added to my, to my, to my actual personal Facebook account. That's cool. And they're, they're Tony and those guys are all jumped in there. I mean, yeah. And and everybody starts talking back and forth. Hey, I had a question about this. Or hey, you remember when you said this? Uh, Yeah, it's amazing. You become it's more. It's it's a Facebook group. Those are all strangers, but they start to become like family, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it, to me, to me, it's a good thing. I I really I really enjoy it, and I enjoy their input. Mm-hmm.
1: There's something mm-hmm. about um doing, and I'm sure this goes back to your military background and and your background in corrections and your background in MMA. Doing hard things with other people, even if you don't know their personal story, their pedigree, exactly everything about their family, but just. There's something to be said about showing up with other like-minded people and going through tough things that can really bond you uh, in right. a deep way. So that's I'm really glad that you found some mm-hmm. friendship in there and a lot of inspiration. I know oh, you can yeah. inspire a lot of guys through that. I mean, it's oh, evident yeah. even from not just what you've said, Ralph, but how you show mm-hmm. up. You're a you're a like a spitfire man of energy, of <laughs> passion, of mm-hmm. of just like possibilities. It's really cool to see. Like I'm inspired by you big time.
0: Oh, good, good. Uh, that's. That's my that's my whole goal is to help somebody else. You know, I mean, I've, I've done that my whole life is help help other people get to where they're at. Now I'm, now I'm kind of giving it back, and I'm I don't know. To me, it's 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 a great program, and I absolutely love it.
1: Nice. Well, I mean, this has been a powerful conversation. I want to ask you one final question. That is, what does it mean to you to be a fit father?
0: Oh, to shine to show that example, uh, just like I've done, and I never really thought about it at that point of me being a fit father, but I finished phase one. I'm like two weeks in and I'm taking pictures and sending pictures now to my kids. And my boys send me back messages and they're like, Oh my God, what are you doing? Are you lifting weights again? You're back in the gym, aren't you? You know, because they know I retired from the MMA and stuff. And they're like, do you open the gym back up? I'm like, no, I didn't open the gym, but I'm taking care of myself again. And then I explained the program to them and a month I finished the whole, I finished the whole phase one. And they're like, wow. I mean, that was, I think it was 37 pounds, something like almost, almost 40 pounds, but it's the change in attitude and confidence and everything else that goes along with it that to me, I think it outweighs the weight. Mm -hmm. The weight was going to come off, but the attitude changed, the confidence changed. Uh, Yeah, I I couldn't ask for a better program. (laughs) When I first started, it was, oh, I'm worried about spending this little bit of money because, you know, the program might not work or it might be like, just like all the other programs. And then I realized it's really working. I mean, the meal plans are there. The Facebook group is there. it's this this really works. And when I when I fully jumped in and fully committed, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm, I'm good. I have seen somebody post one time. it was somebody posted Fit Father for Life, and I'm like, bingo, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This is the program I'm doing.
1: <laughs> well, I gotta say, on behalf of our team, we're so grateful that you found us, that you you know took the chance, to joined this thing, and that you put in the work to change your life. You're an absolute inspiration, Ralph and uh, i'm going to keep in my this image in my mind of you just walking through the shitty rain to get your steps in that's going to stick with me i mean that's really what it's all about right it I means yep. it's having this deep goal of what you want to do and pushing through uncomfortable things and feeling that the glory and the joy that you get from living in alignment with what you know is your higher path and like you're clearly on it, it is so clear from this combo so Bless you and your family for a really wonderful next year. All the great success. I'm excited to see you go through the final phases of FF30X into OSM to see your continuous progress check-ins. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate this conversation. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.